Hi, I'm Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money. It is August 11th, 2023. Let's get into it. With school starting back this month in most of the country, families are expected to spend more than ever recorded. Last year, American families spent a staggering $36.9 billion on back-to-school items. This year, it's estimated to be $5 billion more at $41 billion. The NRF, the National Retail Foundation, has surveyed and studied families for 20 years. And this year's study shows that families are spending more than ever and starting to spend earlier than ever, with over half of families saying they've already begun shopping for school supplies in early July. Families with children in elementary through high school plan to spend an average of $890 on back-to-school items this year, approximately $25 more than last year's record of $864 and a new high. Personally, my son's school supplies cost $150 this year, and last year I spent an additional $50 on a lengthened backpack and lunchbox that will still work for him this year, and I thrift his clothes throughout the year. So while I might pick up a couple last-minute items for him, I can't imagine spending more than, you know, 20 to 25% of the national average, which is a bit staggering to me. And keep in mind, these numbers are for young school-age children. Back to school, I mean, back to college expenses are a whole other subject and a whole other price point. Ironically, Zoom is asking its workers to come back into the office. The video conferencing app became a ubiquitous term during the COVID pandemic, and even hearing the words, let's get on a Zoom, make me a bit tired, even though I'm still doing it on the regular. Zoom is the system that has allowed thousands of companies to become hybrid, meaning working from home some days and coming into the office some days, and even more thousands of companies to become fully remote. But now the company behind this ability is saying that's not the route they're going to take. Zoom is requiring employees that live within 50 miles of one of their offices to come into that office twice a week. I can't help but wonder if employees who didn't decide to move during the pandemic are regretting that decision, as it appears Zoom is not expecting employees who work remotely to the geographic distance to change their situation. Zoom's research and development expenses grew 25% this year as they try to keep up with artificial intelligence and pivot a bit of their programming. And in February, they actually laid off 15% of their workforce. It will be interesting to see if more employees leave of their own volition now that office time will be mandated. The New York Times is reporting the fascinating and terrifying link between record heat and a lowered productivity. We're seeing dangerous working conditions across the country right now, even deaths. Heat is the biggest killer of any weather-related death, more than hurricanes, tornadoes, or wildfires. And we've unfortunately seen several deaths this year, including a Dallas postal worker who collapsed on the job in June. While it's common sense that outdoor workers, such as, again, postal workers, construction workers, and truck drivers are struggling to work this summer, even indoor workers are severely struggling. At 90 degrees Fahrenheit, productivity for indoor workers goes down 25%. By the time we're past 100 degrees, which many places in the country has experienced this summer, we see a productivity drop of 70%, meaning workers are only working at 30% of their capacity. There are currently no national regulations to protect workers from heat, although OSHA, the Occupational Safety and Health Administration, has been working on a proposal for two years. Hope they're hurrying up. Whatever the changes are, you know they're going to be costly and most likely passed on to the consumer. This summer is the hottest one we have on record.
Thanks for spending a few moments of your Friday with me. I'll be back Monday for our regularly scheduled programming, and I'll see you next Friday with the future news of next week. I'm Sarah Becker of Becker Talks Money.